this Big 12 College Basketball Feast Week preview and picks edition of the College Experience on the Sports Daily Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is offering new users a $1,000 risk-free bet. Sign up today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting research platform for parlays, props, game lines. Download that Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. to the Big 12 College Experience, part of Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It's Feast Week, baby. Arguably the best weekend or best week in college basketball outside of, obviously, March Madness. But if you are wondering who you're listening to, I am Moneyline Mac, a.k.a. the former, former video coordinator for Bob Huggins. And joining me each and every episode on the Big 12 College Experience, you guys know him. From uh, he's always fighting a family civil war, whether it's in Oklahoma, Stillwater, Norman. He's got a little bit of us, Orlando, Waco. He's spread everywhere in the Big Twelve. He's a green mowing, weed growing. He is Mr. Troy Chudig, aka the Big Twelve Guru. What is going on? And happy early Thanksgiving! And let's go feast week, baby. The uh, 2009 almost over 200 suspension Lake Braddock NCAA bracket champion as well. The, the claim <laughs> yeah. to fame the claim to fame indeed uh, indeed things are going pretty good it's uh starting to get to be a little too cold for me to get out there on the golf course as often so you'll see me probably with mac doing a lot more of these basketball previews um you know the 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 betting strategy for me in this is really kind of pay attention to a lot of the guard play and and kind of ramp yourself up for turn time because you know, you can spread some of your money out and there's a couple of lines that, that seem really weird in college basketball, but the real moneymaker is knowing, knowing who's going to pull the big upsets in the tournament. And, and, you know, there's a reason why we pick and watch all of the games, whether it's the big 12 ones or you guys on the main channel, pretty much every single game that gets played. A lot of that info is going to come back around to help to all the people tuning in and whatnot. You're going to be able to crush your bracket pools, going to be going to be prepared on some of these futures, maybe some conference winner futures. Big 12 still looking pretty good besides our uh, the old the old poke choke started right off the bat. But besides that, you know, a couple of teams playing pretty well. Maybe uh, maybe we get to see Texas exposed here this afternoon. Yeah, and you mentioned it. I think the Big 12 has been okay to start the year. They still got here's, – here's how good the Big 12 is still. Every single team in the top 100 in, in Kempom, 11 out of the top 14, or 11 of the 14 teams inside the top 50. The only one's not UCF, unfortunately, West Virginia and Oklahoma State. Uh, and Houston and Kansas are two out of the top five teams. So let's, uh, let's recap who's actually played at MTE or – an early season tournament so far. Uh, first off, and let's go to the team that uh, wrapped up the action last night, and they won the Charleston Shiners Classic. 
The Houston Cougars got it done. They beat Towson, Utah, Dayton. Kind of blew out Dayton last night. That, that was never a game. Uh, yeah, honestly, had whole control. Yeah. yeah, they had control from the start to the finish. I mean, you can really see LJ Cryer sliding right in and, and uh, taking that Marcus Sasser role. And he's not afraid to shoot. And if you're going to leave LJ Cryer open, you're you're just asking for it. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. It, it they were beyond impressive. Probably the most impressive team so far. Maybe not in the country, but definitely in the Big Twelve so far. So the Houston Cougars go three and zero in Charleston. I believe the only well, I guess Texas kicked off. So Texas got lucky as shit. To be honest, they should have lost to Louisville. Max Aceves was able to hit a game winner at the Horn. They played UConn this afternoon. Uh, looking ahead to that, Troy. I don't know what, what what's your take on the Texas team. I don't think they're I don't think they're that good. They had a lot of staff turnover, and I also think Roddy Terry, man, it's kind of a prove it year. I know he got the big contract, but still a lot to prove to me. Were you um you were on Louisville spread in that game, correct? No, I took Texas. I I've been in it was seventeen, right? I know. So I'm on oh. Louisville today here in a couple hours, but no, I've been in fade Louisville, and they they shut me up. I mean, they should have won the game. Now I will say at least the uh, at least the Texas coaching staff or the players or however it worked out on the sidelines at least they were intelligent enough to know hey at the end of this game who cares who's guarding who let's give our best player with the most experience in these situations the ball what a shot by Asmus though I mean you can't play much better defense than that without fouling not leaning forward at all and he just hits a, a step back that you know he's leaning back at like a twenty degree angle when he lets go of that ball it was definitely lucky but. We've seen him make those shots a lot. I don't think you're going to see those shots, you know, disappear at any point in time this year. That guy is made for college basketball. Uh, They're talking about him being the Summit League MVP. Isn't that two times? Wasn't it two times? Didn't he win two years in a row? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they they upset Ohio State his first year. So he was a Mm -hmm. part of that crew that was able to pull the 215 upset. So uh, Texas, we'll find out more today. I mean, they got the UConn Huskies, the defending national champions. Uh, another team mixed mixed feelings on how they did this weekend. Great win Friday night uh, for the Kansas State Wildcats, the Tang Gang. I locked that one up. That was one of my favorite plays on Friday night. A little dust up there uh, at the end of the game. <laughs> the kid from Providence just absolutely clocked the kid from K-State. You know, if you're going to clock somebody, do it like in the first half. Don't do it in oh, fucking overtime when the game's coming down to the wire. But K-State fell to Miami yesterday. They looked at they. They had no legs after that overtime game. What was your takeaway from um, where they played? They played this in the Bahamas. So one and one trip for uh, K State, three and two overall for uh, the Tang Gang so far. Yeah, the um, I mean, I'm not going to put too much weight into that Miami game this early. We know that when it comes to tournament style and like back to back games or two games in three days, that Jim Laranega is pretty prepared for that. And Jerome Tang is still, I mean, I know they had their run last year, but they they leaned really heavily on their stars. They're not quite at that level yet where they've gelled and they know exactly who their go-to guys are right, right off the bat. Um, I still think that Tang's a good enough coach to round this team up. I don't, I don't think they're going to be, you know, a threat to win the league or anything like that. But I do see Kansas State as still, you know, a very dangerous tournament team once you give Tang a couple more months to work with this group. Uh, Miami's just a, a pretty dang good basketball team. So, I mean. Yeah, when they're making shots. Yeah. yeah, when they're shooting well, it's they're they're just as tough to beat as anybody else in the country. So, 
not too much weight, not too disappointed in Kansas State there. Uh, wish they would have kept it a little bit closer, but we'll see some of these teams change drastically throughout the year. And Kansas State's one of those teams that I would not be surprised if they're playing a whole different brand by the time everyone buys into Tang's Tang style. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you there, Troy. Uh, the other team that's currently, they started yesterday, um, was our UCF Golden Knights. They are playing, what did they got? They, they defeated uh, South Dakota State. That was a barn burner yesterday, three-point win. They play Charlotte here. Um, what, what, what's your take on the Golden Knights so far this year? The very, very shiny Golden Knights. Uh, they've... From what I expected coming out of the gate, I think that they have shown a little bit more. Like, uh, I'm almost impressed. I don't want to say impressed because eventually you got to win, win, uh, you know, challenging games. And I don't know if UCF's going to be able to do that consistently, but they sure show signs of a couple of flashes and whatnot. I'm, I'm really interested in uh, Stetson playing at UCF here. What is that next Sunday? The little brother, yeah. the little brother aspect, and the amount of money that goes into the Stetson uh, uh, program, you know, just the hatters. Ex- yeah, the ex baseball players are sending tons of money back to that athletic program. I would, I mean, I that could be a crazy game. I know there's definitely not a line out yet uh, from Sunday to now, but if it's anything kind of elevated, I would almost look for Stetson to to hang around in that one. Just a bit yeah, of a well, tease, tease well, uh, lean. Well, especially if they take care of business tonight and they take care of uh, of uh, of Charlotte and, and they get out of this, the Jacksonville Classic with wins over South Dakota State and Charlotte could be a look-ahead spot or letdown spot like you're talking about. Uh, Texas, by the way, is in the Empire Classic. That's the name of that event. And then, unfortunately, the only other team that has played so far in an early season tournament, their tournament is done, is the Oklahoma State Cowboys in the Legends Classic in Brooklyn. They go 0-2. And they should have won both games. They, they gave def- away both games. They definitely should have won both games. The uh, the Bonnie's game, we we kind of knew that that one was going to be a bit of a fight. I mean, St. Bonaventure has a pretty consistently solid program, and mm-hmm. we know we know the issues with Mike Boynton's Oklahoma State team right now. But uh, I was kind of proud of them fighting back in that Notre Dame game. They they should have been able to turn it into a win. But at least they didn't completely lay down after a loss and then getting getting kind of early boat raced and Notre Dame having a pretty solid lead in that game. Um, it was nice that Notre Dame got up enough that you could live bet that one at plus nine and a half for Oklahoma State. That was very nice of the odds makers to give away that money. Uh, we will take that. And, uh, yeah, I, I still see Mike Boynton as probably the first coach that's going to lose a job here in this conference. Yeah, I I think he'll get the whole year, but I I think he's a dead man walking. I they I mean they're sitting at what they they actually play tonight, believe it or not. Um, they they got New Orleans coming to Stillwater, probably a good time to actually back them and they take take all your frustrations out on a shit opponent. Uh, they are laying twelve tonight, twelve and a half. The shop around there, uh, one and three. So one and three coming back home. Not the start that not the start that the doctor ordered for the Cowboys. We'll get into uh, the teams that are starting their tournaments here. Like I said, we got two that are finishing up tonight, Texas and UCF. Houston, uh, K-State, and Oklahoma State are in already. With uh, They're finished up with their tournaments. But first, we got to talk about Bet365. Bet365 is the world's favorite sports book, trusted by over 88 million players worldwide. 
Prop sides, totals, live betting, Bet365 as you covered. And if you like boost, you're going to love Bet365's like 30% profit on your NFL same-game parlay. Plus, they don't, they even have early payout offer if your team goes up 17 points. Sign up today and choose from two bonus offers, either a $1,000 no-sweat bet or five to get 150 in bonus bets. Just head over to sportsgamingpockets.com slash bet365. That's sportsgamingpockets.com slash bet365. Or use the sign-up code. That is our link in our bio. And um, tonight for the Big 12, <clears throat> I think I mentioned it. Lay the points to the Cowboys. Bounce back spot against an inferior opponent. I'll lay the 12 and a half with the Cowboys. I'll lock that up as my uh, play tonight for the Big 12. And if you have a problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, college football. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats. Troy, I know you were looking at a couple props for tonight. Um, higher or lower? Um, you got any plays that you're looking at in Big 12 games? When it when it comes to these tournament games again, there's the Max Asmus angle. It seems to be a guy that you know he runs and gets the ball as as a guard. He doesn't wait for somebody else to bring it to him. So I'm looking for the higher on Max Asmus. Um, at any point in time, he can blow up. It's almost like the 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 system plays for me this year are going to be consistently Hunter Dickinson on the higher, consistently Max Asmus on the higher, and then even tomorrow or Wednesday night consistently Jacoby Walter on the higher. Those are going to be just pretty much every game plays. I think all of those guys have the ability to consistently score over their, their, their number. And see, I see, I don't think Texas is going to win this game against UConn. And I think they're going to have enough. They're going to be trailing enough that there's going to be some more shots thrown up from deeper. And that's that's kind of playing into my Max Asmus. I would I would also look and see if he's two and a half or three and a half three pointers to take the higher on those as well. I like it. Back at Max A. Smith's over with the Texas Longhorns. Uh, when you use this, yeah, when you use the sign up code SUPN, Underdog will double your first deposit bonus up to one hundred dollars. Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. And we're back on the Big 12 College Experience talking Big 12 Feast Week lineup. All right, let's get right into it, Troy, with the action beginning tonight. <clears throat> Sorry, I can't talk right now. Let's let's uh, let's start with the cream of the crop of the Big 12. The Jayhawks are in, out in Maui, the Maui Invitational, loaded fucking field. They, uh, they, they do get a break. They start with Chaminade, but they play the winner of Marquette in UCLA on the other side of this Maui Invitational. Uh, what do we got? We got Tennessee. We got Syracuse. That's tipping off here in three minutes. You got Gonzaga. You got Purdue. I mean, anytime you get Purdue and Gonzaga in a first-round matchup, that speaks to how loaded this uh, field is. It's the Maui Invitational, but it's in Honolulu because of all the uh, natural disasters over there. So, Troy, what, what do you think of these Jayhawks headed into the Maui Invitational? <clears throat> I mean – Classically, they get Chaminade because everybody's going to give Bill Self the easiest road. Yeah. And, you know, as the, as the preseason number one, they probably have earned that. Um, I 
I don't think it's much of a game. I, I don't know what the line is set at right now. I didn't see it earlier. But it, it I mean it feels like a Kansas smash spot to open up the 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 tournament that probably is the most loaded of all the preseason ones. No doubt. Let me ask you this, Troy. Come Wednesday evening, uh, Thanksgiving Eve, which is a hell of a holiday, um, will Tennessee be cutting down – or sorry, will Kansas be cutting down the nets uh, in Maui? I think they might get picked off. The, the problem with Hunter Dickinson is if they do have to play Purdue, Zach Eady might be able to – You know, I don't know if he's going to control or stop Hunter Dickinson, but he might be able to equal his production – bringing it to everybody else on the court. I still would, I still would lean Kansas. You know, they've got McCuller and uh, Dewan that, that, that Dewan Harris, Harris. That, you know, yep. they just, they're guys that have been in all these situations before and you just kind of feel more comfortable leaning on those guys. So yeah, I would, I would, I mean, it's not really going out on a limb, but I think Kansas will be cutting down the nets here in Honolulu. That's fakely Maui. Yeah. I, I think they're going to get picked off. I, I, I think Marquette might get him in the second round. I, I could see them looking ahead to the final, especially if it's potential Dickinson versus Edie. I think Kansas is still a work in progress right now. I think I think they're going to be really good, but I think they, they have some holes that may be exposed this weekend. The other team that uh, kicks off tonight is in the Gulf Coast Classic down in, in uh, the Gulf Coast area in Florida, the Fort Myers Classic, sorry. That is um, – I met West Virginia Mountaineers are taking on the SMU Mustangs. Winner plays Virginia and Wisconsin, so uh, snail space over there on the other side of the bracket with all those white guys. Um, I think the Mountaineers are going to grind out tonight. I think it's going to be a hard game, though. I think SMU is really athletic. Um, West Virginia obviously down to eight players, down multiple starters due to the fucking NCAA's ridiculous rulings. Um, but I think the Mountaineers get it done today, and then I think it sets up a opportunity at Virginia or Wisconsin. I saw the stat that in the last three meetings of Virginia, Wisconsin, the, the winner has only scored 53 points in every single game. So expect uh, an under in that game, of course. So I don't know, Troy, what's your uh, take on the Mountaineers draw headed down to Fort Myers here? I think SMU's pace and the lack of players for West Virginia really play into this line being at three and a half in the Mustangs' favor. Mm-hmm. I think I would lay it. I still see West Virginia working some things out. And and of course, only having the eight players is going to hurt against a team that wants to go pretty quick. But man, the, the, the hook makes me think it might just be a three-point game. Yeah, I, it's it's going to be a hard matchup for the Mountaineers because you talked about SMU's uh, pace. But I think, the, I think the Mountaineers will play zone pretty much the entire game. You got Jesse Edwards who played for Jim Beheim, So I think the zone could fuck with SMU. And I... I thought I saw some good things out of it. So I think they're going to grind it out. And I mean, they're five to one to win the event. If they could get tonight, I mean, then you got, you got a five to one ticket uh, playing either Virginia or Wisconsin in a game where the line will be five or less because Virginia or Wisconsin ain't going to run away from you. Yeah. SMU almost scares me more than Virginia or Wisconsin do just based on the eight players and having to run that short rotation. That's not going to hurt that much. If they can get through this one, then they they have the you know the eight man bench isn't that scary against a team that's walking the ball everywhere and maybe that plays into the Mountaineers' favor maybe maybe they can go out there and and bust their ass tonight knowing that 
the physicality of the game should be a little bit easier depending on whether they get Wisconsin or UVA. You know, at five to one, it's not it's not really a bad angle there, Ryan. Yeah. No, I I like I like the five to one as a long shot. So um they start tonight. The championship would be on Wednesday night. So we'll see how the Mountaineers do. Let's go, Mountaineers. Uh next up, I mean, it seems like everybody else is gonna play on Wednesday. Uh I'm gonna look I'm gonna go over to the Baylor Bears, and the Baylor Bears are taking on the Oregon State Beavers. Baylor is headed to New York as well for the preseason NIT. They will take on uh, Oregon State and then play the winner of Florida Pitt, which is going to be a good game, I think. I think Florida's going to beat Pitt. I think Florida's more proven than Pitt. They've played two high majors already. Actually, it will be Florida's third ACC game already compared to Pitt, who's played all by games. But I love, I love, I like Baylor to win this tournament. I think Baylor's starting to click a little bit here. Troy, this is your team. What do you think of this matchup? I mean, a few of the guys kind of looked like when they were playing that Auburn game, they kind of looked hesitant to run the weave that, you know, we we know that uh, Scott loves the weave until he can get the matchup that he wants and then maybe just ISO with one of those guards. I think that works pretty well against Oregon State. Um, I would be, I think the athleticism of Florida, I was watching that Florida State-Florida game where they ran them out of the building. Florida has that that really high ceiling, I think. But I do still side with Baylor to win this overall tournament. Um, like I said earlier, having the best player on the court pretty much every game you're going to play besides against Kansas this year is, is really going to help them. Uh, I just love Jacoby Walter's game. I mean, it's Kevin Durant, and you can't guard him. He's got so much length that if he elevates up, he's got an open shot. And, man, he can make some tough shots. So he he kind of bails him out a little bit. Uh, very reminiscent of the uh, uh, having Butler as a senior guard. Just, you know, you get down to the 10-second mark on the shot clock, and it's like, okay, we'll just let this guy create. No big deal. Uh yeah, I see Scott Drew's team already already kind of gelling. It only took them a half against Auburn, and they they really turned everything around. Uh, that the the I don't know how to pronounce his first name, Evis or Evis Messi or whatever. That guy is athletic, man. The blocks that he makes look like uh, Koulibaly on the Wizards. He's got his Get elbow up to like the rim. Yeah. Oh man, he uh, he's been a kind of a unexpected spark off the bench this early. Uh, I think he's earned himself, you know. A good amount of minutes just from how hard he plays could be a key in a uh, back-to-back kind of a spot where you're playing a bunch of games in a row to have those athletic guys that hopefully don't get too worn down. Yeah, no, I I, I agree with you. Uh, I like the Bears in that tournament for sure. Whether it's Florida or Pitt, I think it's going to be Florida, like I said, but um, definitely like them to win that tournament. Uh, let's go over on the other side. We're going to dive into the ones that start on Thursday, Thanksgiving day. So shitload of games on Thanksgiving day. Shit. I think college tech and Villanova will be a pretty good one too. Yeah. I mean, college basketball is better than the NFL on Thanksgiving with with how loaded their lineup is. So, um, but on the other side, because we got to talk about hall of fame bets, win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with hall of fame bets, the sports betting analytic platform for players, parlays, game lines, they got everything, NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer. Any enter any parlay into the Hall of Fame Bets Revolutionary Parlay Tool 
Let's break down each and every leg. Sort by each leg so you know which one has the best value. Stop betting in that dark and went over thir- join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft a more intelligent, data-driven parlay. Download the Hall of Fame bets or visit HOFbets.com. Code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All righty. We are back on the Big 12 College Experience. Let's go over to next up on the dock. We got the Iowa State Cyclones on um, Thanksgiving. They are taking on the VCU Rams down in Orlando. This is an interesting field. You got some good teams down here as well. This is always a good event in Orlando. The Old Spices or whatever uh, the sponsor is. You got Iowa State obviously taking on VCU. Other teams in that bracket, you got Boise, Texas A&M, the Buzzsaw, Virginia Tech. Could get a little buzz, buzz uh, rematch. Penn State, Butler, and FAU, the Owls. Pulling up the actual bracket. They're taking on VCU. Invitational tournament bracket. Because I like them to get by VCU. They're they're significantly better than VCU, especially they've been rolling in these games so far. Um, they, they seem to play that style that VCU used to, where they know they can play really, really tough defense and really fight through stuff. But I've been surprised by Iowa State scoring. They look like a pretty high caliber basketball team, even more so than our the preview we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, they play the winner of Boise and Virginia Tech. I think that they're better than all three of those teams. I think they're going to get to the final and probably take on Texas A&M on Sunday night. How about you? I think Mike Young, uh, Virginia Tech is they're they seem to be turning a corner. I think that would be a pretty cool game to get to see Iowa State against Virginia Tech this early. I think I would still lean with Iowa State there, but I wouldn't be surprised if Virginia Tech won this event. Wow. Yeah, I mean, Virginia Tech's always feisty, especially under Mike Young, but um, I don't know. I like Iowa State's culture under Otzelberger, so looking forward to seeing that one. A uh, semifinal or shit. FAU and Butler is a quarterfinal game that is very intriguing Thursday at 2.30, so looking forward to seeing that one, especially – since uh, the Owls got upset the other day. Did you see that by Bryant? Yeah, Bryant. Uh, I, very surprising. I, I mean, with all the returning players for FAU, maybe that was just a really big look ahead. But they didn't really seem to have too many of those last season. So uh, almost a, an immediate alarm or like a red flag there, seeing them get picked off by Bryant. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Um but I think the Owls will get it fixed. Hey, they're, they're going from the hunter to the hunted. Let's go over to Vegas where we got the BYU Cougars. Thursday, taking on the Arizona State Sun Devils. This is going to be a preview of uh, future Big 12 matchup. The final will be Friday. It's only a four-teamer. You got NC State and Vanderbilt on the other side. I think BYU is significantly better right now than uh, Arizona State. I think BYU is actually a pretty damn good team. I've I've been pleasantly surprised. Beat San Diego State, and then they've absolutely housed everybody else. First time they'll be away from the Marriott Center, but I still like the Cougars in Vegas to uh, to uh, howl, I guess is the right term. So, Troy, what's your take on these Cougs headed to Vegas? I mean, I think they can win this event. I think their their offensive efficiency is significantly better than all of the teams that they're going to play. I don't know if that has a little bit to do with end-of-game scenarios in, in Provo being, you know, prepared for the altitude versus another team that might be gassed. But I still think BYU is going to have a, a fighting chance of picking off some of the, the very top teams in the Big 12 this year. And 
this field doesn't really scare me away from thinking BYU has a chance to win the tournament. Completely agree. I, I I'm on, I'm on, I'm on, uh, I'm on the Cougs as well with you moving along. Let's go to your Sooners here. Oklahoma will kick it off Thursday against the Iowa Hawkeyes. That is going to be a fascinating game. Uh, I think both teams are pretty evenly matched. That is uh, at the San Diego Invitational. On the other side, you got USC and Seton Hall. I think you could honestly make the case for all four teams winning this event, to be honest. Um, I would think USC has the early lean. They do, but they're banged up. They are hurt. Yeah. I don't I kind of think Seton Hall might be able to get them. I feel like I would stay away from this this Oklahoma Iowa game just because it seems awesome. like a very weird matchup. And you know, Iowa actually can play so many different styles that that could be an issue for Oklahoma. Um if they come out and they're not making shots right away and Iowa decides to slow it down and, and force Oklahoma to be efficient, that that could be dangerous for the Sooners. I still think I would go with USC in this in this pool. They they get the best roster, so we'll see. I like fading USC. Fuck the TMZ crowd. Yeah, uh, I think the talent early in the season plays a little bit more than than. I mean, not a lot of the teams have gelled and whatnot. So just having that extra talent usually leads to maybe five, six more points that that could push you over and get the win. I don't disagree with you. They 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 should win it on paper. Um, I think Seton Hall is going to be a test. Oklahoma, I could see them going 0-2 or 2-0. I really – this is kind of a toss-up tournament for me with the Oklahoma Sooners. They haven't really proved anything. They've just done their job and beaten who they were supposed to be. But uh, let's Yeah, go they haven't over. proved anything in either direction. They haven't proved that they're bad, but they haven't proved that they're good either. I think if they were to beat Iowa, though, they definitely have a fighting chance of beating either Seton Hall or USC. Agreed. Yeah, no, I, I I think this is going to be a big week for uh, for our uh, Oklahoma Sooners. I, I'm interested to see what happens with them here. Let's go over to uh, probably the second best tournament, um, and that's going to be Atlantis, where Texas Tech Red Raiders are going down to the Bahamas, and they are going to take on the Villanova Wildcats. Interesting field here. Um, Grant McCaslin at year number one. On the same side as them, you got North Carolina, Northern Iowa, and then on the other side, you got Michigan, Memphis, Arkansas, and Stanford. This is a. I think they're going to beat Villanova. I think they're better than Villanova right now. This is definitely a prove it game for Texas Tech. I think. Yeah. I think they can prove that they are better than Villanova. I, I expect them to win this game. I don't know what the line will be set at, but probably like they Villanova just, minus three. Yeah, I was gonna say any anything on the uh, on the Villanova side that's two and a half or more. I'm 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 taking Texas Tech for sure. Yeah, uh, they seem to be buying into McCaslin's idea, and uh, we know they've got the talent. We know that Texas Tech has the culture. Again, this is just a prove it game. They need to they need to go out there and just do the same thing they've been doing. And I fully expect them to do that against Villanova, actually. I do too. It, it's it is a prove it, prove it week for Texas Tech. I mean, Texas Tech has looked apart, but they haven't really played anybody. Uh San Jose State, Corpus Christi, Commerce. I mean, I, I, I think Villanova, there's some cheeks of the armor, man. I, I, I think 
I think I don't, I'm not bought in on Kyle Neptune. That that's the main thing. You're not you're not going against Jay Wright. So if they could get by this, what do you what are the chances you give them against North Carolina? Uh, probably pretty high to be honest. I don't think that North Carolina is nearly as good as as you know preseason predictions or anything like that. We had our uh, they were talking about it. Colby was talking about it. He had somebody that was watching the North Carolina practice a couple weeks ago and was like, there's loose balls just, you know, going out of bounds. And there's just dumb mental mistakes that are happening in practice this early in the year. I kind of expect them to continue to do that in some of these games. Um, but out of this field, I'm definitely going with Arkansas. Oh, you like the bus bus? I, I, I'm not I like the bus I think the must bus sucks so in November. That's that's my main thing with the, with the must bus. Takes him a little time to get up. And yeah, on speed buses. They're still in uh, second and third gear early on. Yeah, I mean, and then you got Memphis and Michigan. Maybe Memphis is like a dark horse to win this. They always got the talent. Yeah, they could be. Um, almost anything is not really surprising in some of these preseason tournaments. It wouldn't surprise me if Michigan won it. Yeah. Uh, I just the the Arkansas lean is just a gut a gut handicap, as uh, Sean would say. This is just yeah. a, a a feeling. They uh, how about them playing Stanford to start? <laughs> Talk about a polar opposite of lifestyles. Uh, yeah. So, um, all right, that that concludes uh, all the teams that got tournaments. For some reason, TCU's not in the preseason tournament. I think they're in the diamond uh, thing at the end and uh, on Christmas. Cincinnati's not in anything. I was actually surprised to not see them in a uh, preseason tournament. But that, I don't know why Georgia they're Georgia Tech matchup on Wednesday could be kind of interesting for them. Yeah, Cincinnati hasn't really played anybody, but they have looked impressive against nobodies. Agreed. Georgia no, Tech I, I, not necessarily like a ultra super duper top tier competitive uh, program. I think, I think Cincinnati might have some juice this year. Yeah, I like it. Uh, Troy, who is your who's gonna sh- who's gonna be the team that you're most confident is gonna win a tournament here? Baylor. I mean, the easy pick is probably Baylor compared to Kansas, just because of the uh, the differences field. in the field. Yeah, yeah. I think Baylor. Um, and like the more that I think about it, if if West Virginia can get by SMU, they've got a chance to win theirs too. Yeah, I like BYU too. BYU oh, being yeah. a four-teamer. BYU should be able to almost almost storm through that. I mean, yeah. I don't see too many, you know, matchup issues with how their offense has been playing. I know, like you said, they've all been home games, so everything they're, you know, they're comfortable and used to it. But when you get rolling that early on offense, you, you start to believe, especially, you know, in college where good offense is going to beat good defense on a regular basis over and over. Mm-hmm. BYU is a scary team. Another team to look out for, Iowa State in the Orlando Classic. They've been really good at these preseason tournaments under TJ Otzelberger, so watch out for the Cyclones. Maybe they could shock some people with the Texas A&Ms, the Butlers, the FAUs down there. Maybe Iowa State's the one that makes the statement. You remember last year at the PK when they beat uh, they beat North Carolina, who was number one yep. in the country, and they beat Villanova. So it was like back-to-back, and then they lost to UConn. I mean, no shame in that. UConn's pretty damn good, so... Yeah, man, it's fun time of year, man. That's that's the best way to describe it. 
There's nothing better than getting a one of the little mini Hawaiian rolls and taking a little slice of the canned cranberry sauce and the leftover stuffing and gravy and turkey and uh-huh. making mini sandwiches and watching yep. watching Feast Week while you're feasting. It, 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 it can't beat it. Can't I beat uh, it. also got a shout out to the uh, Upside Down Sooners logo. Oh, yeah. Cameron Kerr, baby. Coming through the clutch. Our boy Cam coming through as usual. Horns down. Sooners down. Uh all right, Troy, I, it was good. We had to throw a little bit of basketball there, a little Feast Week action, a little bit of taste, a little recap from the uh, from the weekend. Uh, trending up, Houston Cougars, they look as good as anybody in this country. Uh, he, glad to have you in the Big 12. I, I like being able to brag about Houston. Kelvin Sampson's a hell of a fucking basketball coach. Oh, man. And I love I love that backcourt, man. I'm with it's, you. It's so sad that Oklahoma didn't wasn't able to just stick with Kelvin Sampson and have him stay there forever because – that was a pretty good match, I think, for their program. Um, seems to be an even better match, though, in Houston. Uh, they are really, really fucking good. Um, also want to look out. I know I mentioned that Stetson-UCF game, but Bellarmine at West Virginia. There's some juice to the Bellarmine coming into your crib and, and making something happen. They're too white. They might be too white, but does that really hurt in Morgantown? When, when, when do they play Bellarmine? On Sunday? Sunday, so, Yeah. yeah. I mean, th- this is the time to fade these high majors because they a the the kids are not on campus, the students, and b yeah. they're coming off a uh, island trip or wherever they are, whether it's Florida, Bahamas, uh, Vegas, wherever a destination that you want to go to. So it's not a bad angle. And West Virginia has St. John's on deck. Yeah, especially between them, um, possibly if they're able to get by. Uh, SMU and maybe getting a a back to back there and having to play you know Wisconsin, UVA or someone like that. That Bellarmine game with a look ahead after it, it just seems very dangerous. It just sticks out as is very dangerous. I know all the West Virginia fans watching are cursing me and flipping me off, but fuck you. Say <laughs> so stay down on the pump fakes and shot fakes, white <laughs> guys. That, that's what they do at Bellarmine. They, they they run a good program there. Coach does a really good job. Um, they all, I mean, they almost won at UCLA a couple years ago, so they've won by games. They won at Louisville last year. I mean, mm-hmm. although Louisville all of a sudden's played better basketball, but Troy, we're back tomorrow to dive into the football. We got about 7,000, uh, scenarios. Theoretically, fucking Texas is lucky as shit. They continue to find ways to win, but Hey, coach Gundy still alive, 40 to one to win the big 12. I know you have K state as a ticket. So, both of you and I are still in the hunt. Rush, not so much with his Baylor Bears. Troy, tell everybody where to find you and uh, what you got going on before Thanksgiving. Uh, find me over on the X at, at Troy Tuning, just the full name. Um, you'll be able to get to see pictures of my Thanksgiving feast that is pretty much always prepared by me. I know I'm getting the smoker fired up to do the turkey. We take the, uh, take the backbone out and spatchcock it and flatten it down and Get it out there on the smoker with the uh, the home cooked wood from the backyard. So can't really beat it. I mean, I've been seeing all the videos of people doing uh, leftover Thanksgiving ideas. You can turn your stuff stovetop stuffing into a waffle and uh-huh. top it with everything. I saw somebody use a tortilla and dip it in gravy and coat it in stuffing and turn it into a crunchy taco shell. Be filled up with you know mashed potatoes and turkey and cranberry sauce. A lot of ideas. You're, you're going to want to be seeing them. And uh, 
definitely going to want to pay attention when when we got NFL football and college basketball just all over the place. It's going to be a great weekend. Especially when the Redskins beat the Cowboys somehow. <laughs> yeah, with the 11-point spread they just set for Dallas. Yeah, yeah. What could go wrong for Dallas, right? What could go wrong? <laughs> Dak is hot. Everyone's yeah. loving him. Maybe the best yeah. quarterback in the NFC. What could go yeah. wrong? Yep. No, good money line option. So you guys can find me at moneyline underscore Mac. Get us in the Discord as well. Um, we'll be here every night. College basketball experience. I know where this is a college basketball edition of the Big Twelve College Experience. So make sure you check out all our pages: college football experience, college basketball experience, the SCS FCS experience. Sorry, I can't talk. You guys could probably sense got a little bit of a cold. I'm shaking off right now. So, but hey. Keep drinking a couple of these and grind it out, baby. And I'll be with you guys every single It'll night on the college basketball experience. Yeah, a little sniffle ain't going to slow me down, baby. So uh, that's all I got, man. We're back tomorrow to go back to the football gridiron. Uh, good luck with your bets. Good luck with Feast Week. And we are out of here. <laughs>